Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, mum. Hello, pumpkin. How are you doing? I'm good. It's lovely to have you face to face. I know. Really lovely instead of Zoom. Yeah, past few episodes we've been online and it's mm-hmm. lovely to be back together in yeah, person. Definitely. So this week is actually our penultimate episode because we will be releasing today, next week, and then we'll be taking a two-week break, ready to come back on the 5th of Jan with a bang. With a bang. With a bang, indeed. I'm loving this idea of a bang. I'm not quite sure what we're going to be doing. But well, it's all you know really... we'll be switching the podcast up, but we oh. haven't discussed it yet no, on the podcast. we're going to so... make it even more... What? <laughs> <laughs> Even more so, of a bang. So glad we're on the same page here with the future of the podcast. Um, yes, we'll talk about that next episode, next week. We'll, yeah. we'll give people a taste of what's to come. Yeah. But today, we're talking about, this was your idea, and I think it's a really great one. Um, Christmas is obviously coming up, mm-hmm. and... Um, for those, whether you celebrate Christmas or you don't celebrate Christmas, it can be a bit of a tricky time because I think it's a time where Christmas is in your face wherever you go. And also there are expectations put on you, either from friends, family, colleagues, whatever it may be, as to how you're meant to act and what you're meant to do during the Christmas time. And so I think what we'd love to talk about today is how to kind of, you know, keep yourself balanced, keep yourself at peace and kind of keep yourself together I guess during this time which can be tricky for some people yeah definitely I mean um living a hell yes is all about feeling good isn't it that's really what it's about and um yeah as we were just discussing as I just said to you that this and we've spoken about conditions before but Christmas is (laughs) is a pretty big condition that's built so much momentum and as we know from this year roughly from October Mm. So um, even if you you kind of try and forget it, you can't because it's everywhere from October. Yeah, and I think it's something that can definitely be applied to, you know, if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's something that can be applied to the other, you know, occasions or the other kind of external conditions. For sure. yeah. So, for example, a big one for me is Father's Day. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my dad isn't here anymore. So having Father's Day kind of thrown everywhere in every shop window, in radio adverts, stuff like that. Um, you know, now so much time has passed, it's much easier to deal with. But, you know, there are years when it hits me more than others. And so that can be quite a tricky condition to overcome for that period of time. So I think this is something that it's not just relevant to Christmas, it's relevant to to all, I guess, external conditions and, and occasions like this where there's lots yeah. of expectation around. Definitely. And I, I completely agree with that because when we have conditions around us, you know, normally they're our conditions, aren't they? They're either people or their work or they're this or they're that. But when you do have also the momentum of your culture or planet or whatever around you just <laughs> telling you what's going on, and yeah, as you say, it's then in your face and you're seeing it, then it's really tricky to keep hold of your own balance and to feel good while all of that's going on around you. So that's that's what I really want us to talk about today. Give you tools, give you ideas of how to feel okay. I'm not saying we, we can all feel joyful within situations like that, but what we can do is not dread. This is the key, isn't it? What you don't want to be doing is dreading it. Mm. Um, as you say, any it doesn't have to be Christmas. It, it can be anything at all that's hyped 
It's yeah. the hype, actually, that's hyped because of the momentum behind that. But the worst thing you want to be doing is dreading it. Now, I'm sure there are so many people out there that are so excited about it. I mean, you're... Ooh, you're I'm a Christmassy miss, gal. You, oh, yeah. my God, you are Miss Christmas <laughs> galore. I mean, I think my tree went up on, what, the 22nd of November, something like that. Mm. So, no, I am, mm. I am Christmassy queen. I do think that. And I do love Christmas. I love, for, you know, just for the magic of it and the togetherness. And um, I think it's a great opportunity for those things. Things, but I can totally relate that for some people it's either really overwhelming, it can actually be quite lonely, um, or just a lot of pressure, you know. Mm. Um, my Christmases, you know, usually and especially at the moment are quite low pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't have a massive family, there aren't, you know, loads of traditions that we have to upkeep. It's quite a flexible, relaxed Christmas in our house. So, um, so there's that, but I, I really do understand that for some people it's tricky, particularly those that have lost people, mm-hmm. and obviously, especially over the past couple of years unfortunately you know even more people have lost people close mm-hmm. to them so sure. I really can relate even you know despite having having a love for Christmas so I think there's you know I think there's positive and negatives with all kinds of occasions like mm-hmm. that you know I I love you know my birthday for example but I think that you know there are many years when it all just get, gets a bit too emotional on my birthday do you know what I mean all the hype really oh shush really? or the hype gets too much you know I've bigged it up so much in my head mm. I've set such high expectations mm-hmm. for the day or whatever we're doing and then if those expectations aren't met um or you know something goes wrong even just a tiny bit it just feels so much more overwhelming I think it's the same thing with New Year's Eve you know everyone is it's like a a fact, you know, everyone agrees that New Year's Eve never lives up to the hype. It's never as good as we say it will be. So I've always found my best New Year's Eves are actually the ones where there's no expectation and it's mm. totally relaxed and we're not planning anything special or big. Um, so yeah, it's just funny. There's something about the hype. I think you're totally right that it, I don't know, it just can freak us out a bit and can lead to, um, you know, not having the best, the best day or the best time that we would like to. Yeah, you're right, actually, Ho. I remember when we saw Charmaine, one of my really good friends for New Year's Eve. That yeah. was random. We didn't know we were going to do that. And we actually thought we were just going to pop in for a pizza. Yeah. Um, this was years ago. Do you remember? Yeah, it was and, small. And we all did Sing Star. Yeah, on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah and it was Sh- great. Yeah, and then Charmaine got really competitive. Do you remember that? Oh, that was, yeah. Oh, it was so funny. But I yeah. definitely won that, though. But anyway. No, I actually did. But, okay, you did. Okay. No, I think everyone's heard you sing on the podcast, so actually I think oh, they'll yeah, know that that was a lie. True. But what about yeah. you then? Like, what are some of the the tools when you know when you've had occasions in the past or you know tricky moments that we're talking about what are the tools that you've used to kind of stay balanced and kind of keep your peace you know throughout that situation I think one of the the things and it's something you just said and I think it is so important is expectation Mm. you know we now don't get me wrong positive expectation is a wonderful thing to have and especially when you want to create your reality and manifest what it is you do want that expectation is a wonderful thing to have but you've got to have clear easy expectation when you want to do that when there's a lot of momentum of other stuff going on around it such as hype or such as I don't know you might not be in a great situation right now you're not going to have that clear joyful expectation and then what you're doing is you're having expectation of something that you want when you're not feeling good about it and I would absolutely say manage your expectations Um, and that that's not being doom and gloom at all 
I'm really not saying that, but what I am saying, a bit like your birthday, your birthday's such, you know, what you said, it's such a great example of this. So you know, really, that you always have a great birthday, okay? Very rare, I think. I'm not even sure if you've ever had a, a not great birthday. You're making me sound like a right princess. No, here. no, but you love your birthdays. <laughs> your birthdays are really important, and I get that, and, and I've kind of made that for you as you've grown up. So it's what so you... So it's your fault. Yeah, well, yeah. always my fault. So, um, <laughs> you know, so, so you expect that. Um, but you do, you expect that. Yeah. Which is great because you kind of know we're all going to rock up and, and give you that. Okay. But what you do do is then you put this added pressure on that expectation, mm. making sure that we all do do what we always do do anyway, if that makes sense. Please don't say do again. <laughs> Um, I think something linking to that, yeah, I do get where you're coming from. I think the key, one of the key things linked is, um, managing expectations of others and from others. So I think that's something, you know, I've managed the expectation with my friends and family that my birthday is a special day. And by special, I don't mean as in we do anything major. We really don't, but it's just that it's a special day to me and I'd love everyone, you know, that I love to be there and, you know, um, and so they know that, ex that expectation is kind of a mutual thing. Whereas I think what sometimes we do at Christmas is we don't set expectations of others and then we don't manage others' expectations of us, you know? And I think that's, we just go along with it. We just, so, you know, Sue wants me to come round, you know, for the evening and I might not feel like doing that, but, you know, I'm going to go anyway. And then Bob wants me round the next day with his family. And I don't know these people, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I don't feel like doing that, but I'm going to do that anyway. And then I do rock up and I'm a bit miserable or a bit sad because I've just said I'll go, you know, without like kind of, you know, aligning on expectations that actually maybe I'll just go for an hour mm. or maybe I'll let them know that I'm not feeling great or mm. maybe I'll let them know that there's other stuff I need mm. to be doing. And I think that sometimes at Christmas you do actually have to be a bit tactical about, you know, your plans and your arrangements and making sure that you're fully up for what you're doing or as fully up for it as you can be. Um, and you're honest with others about how you feel. If you're not feeling great this year, if something has happened or you do have a situation that's going on, I think just being honest and vulnerable with people goes a long way. And I think a lot of us try and just put a face on it because it's Christmas or because it's a birthday or because it's New Year's or whatever it is. And I think that just adds so much pressure to the occasion. And, and, and I completely agree with that. And it is about, you know, that whole live in a hell. Yes, we've spoken about this before. It's about being authentic. Totally. And um, seriously, your authenticity is the only thing of any value you have. Um, and it's a bit harsh. No, but it's true. <laughs> it, it is true value. It is. You, remember, your authenticity is you. No, I know. Yeah. So that's massive value. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but um, so be authentic, you know, be true and be authentic. And I really agree with that. Living a hell yes is being true to you. And when you're trying to, oh, I don't know, be okay for everybody else or whatever, that's, you're then really, really going against the true you that you truly are. And I think then as well, are we giving people around us, if we're not doing that, are we giving people around us the chance to accept our vulnerability and to help us mm. where we are right now? Um, if we're not sharing how we feel and it's okay if you don't want to because you know some of us don't want to share yeah if you don't want to share then that's okay too but 
I think then what we're also doing is we're not giving other people the chance to support us. Totally. And also they might be feeling the same way. Exactly. So we're kind mm. of doing them a disservice by not being honest because mm. not only does it help us, but also it, it can help them. And mm. you can actually then, oh, I don't feel like celebrating Christmas. Oh, neither do I. Mm. Well, let's just have a, a cosy mm. run in together. You know, you just, yeah. you're kind of cutting yourself off from, mm. from good opportunities. I also think as well, all of this kind of links back to stuff that we said in earlier episodes. But one of the earliest episodes we did on the podcast was about being wise, selfish. Mm. And I think, again, this that comes into this, you know, being able to keep your peace and your composure and your balance during a time like this, if you're struggling with it, I think does come back to being wise, selfish mm -hmm. and putting your own oxygen mask on first mm -hmm. and you know, maybe breaking a couple traditions, maybe going against what you normally do. But if that's going to make you feel good and if that's what's necessary for you to kind of, you know, just preserve your mental health and preserve your well-being, then I think, you know, you're well within your rights to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you say well within your rights, I mean, it is your right, isn't it? It's your right absolutely to to be wise, selfish. And that is so, so crucial. You're, you know, I, I completely agree with that. Just think, I, I know we said this before, but if everybody was wise, selfish, if everyone, which is a really hard thing to compute, mm -hmm. you can't even get your head wrapped around that one. But if everybody was wise, selfish, there would be no expectation of what other people should be doing listen to the word should be doing there would be no expectation of what people should be doing because everybody would be expecting everybody to look after themselves first yeah which would be such a cool thing totally and I think it's also just being kind to yourself you know it, it links to the expectations it links to you know not giving into pressure and also being wise selfish but just being kind to yourself you know um, use this time I listened to a great podcast actually called I think it's called a calm Christmas podcast mm. and um, the the podcast host also has a book called a calm Christmas which I haven't yet read but I would really like to and her podcast episodes are just really relaxing and she actually talks a lot about kind of using the winter as a time for you know self-preservation kind of going inward mm. looking at yourself and reflecting and you know just kind of you know looking after yourself kind of mm. um sheltering from the the storm i guess and mm. the cold um but i think you can you know actually do that mentally as well you know sure. by being kind to yourself using this time you know you might have some time off work during this period how can you maximize that time to do the stuff that you enjoy rather than doing what everyone else expects you to do yeah completely and i love the fact that we're um actually talking about other people's podcasts i think that's really useful and helpful <laughs> no i'm serious no it, it is really um helpful gotta give um, credit where credit's due yeah. Margie. um no but that's true i i really think that's such a great idea and i i must admit i do love winter for that mm, i i do same. love winter for hunkering down nurturing totally um, and I do, as you know, I don't work between Christmas and New Year. And the reason I don't work between Christmas and New Year is purely and simply I do use that week to nurture. Mm. Um, I'm not saying I don't nurture any other time I do. But what I mean is I actually dedicate that time to nurturing. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, if you do have situations like Christmas that are really like you're struggling with, maybe you could reframe it into a nurturing time Yeah. Um, so that it could be instead of the Christmas season, you could reframe it into a nurturing season. Yeah, slowing down, um, you know, taking stock. Yeah, and I, I know, as you said, you know, you were talking about other situations, you know, like birthdays or Father's Days, mm. or for me, Mother's Days as well as Father's Days and mm. things like that. But um, definitely, you know, I think the thing at Christmas as well is 
um, Father's Day is normally, you know, summer and Mother's Day is normally spring, mm. whereas Christmas is winter, yeah. which can, you know, the nights are shorter and all of this kind of thing. And that can lead to feeling even more um, down or yeah, something totally. like that. So if we could turn that around to be a nurturing season, it just really does shift the mindset of the brain into something that's really positive and something that you can actually look forward to. Yeah. And that helps you feel more like you're living a hell yes. For sure. And and that's a lovely thing to know that that's your time for you. Yeah. I think it's also a good time to reset, you know, reflect on, and I know we're going to talk about this in next week's episode um, about kind of ending the year and what our our version I guess of resolutions are um, but I think it's a really good time to reset and reflect on the mm. past year mm-hmm. you know the good and the bad mm-hmm. what do you want to take forward with you into the new year what do you want to leave behind mm-hmm. um, and kind of do some some healing around that mm-hmm. as well like I think you know I'm not the type of person that's like new year new me you know I'm going to change everything in Jan and I've realized that over time that it's you know you can only slowly introduce small habits if they're going to stick um but I do think it's a good time to just reflect and be proud of yourself, you know, celebrate yourself, celebrate what you've achieved, celebrate the boundaries you've set, you know, celebrate the time that you spent looking after yourself and self-care and all the things that we've been talking about in the podcast since summer. Yeah. I think it's a really great opportunity to to do that. And it doesn't have to be, God, I'm coming out Jan first, completely new person. It's actually celebrating the bits that make you you mm. and that you want to take forward to the new year. And then, yeah, there might be bits that you want to hone and work on. I probably should go to the gym but you know there's no shit (laughs) but I'm going to be kind to myself and maybe if on New Year's Day I have a bit of chocolate then that's fine you know I won't be jumping into that gym just on New Year's Day (laughs) maybe the second maybe the third (laughs) maybe the eighth This is a judgment-free zone, Mum. I just like to remind you. Do that. Do that. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think that's also a good is a good opportunity to view it as a time to reset, Definitely. refocus, and celebrate. Definitely, that's what I will be doing. That's what I'll be using the time off for. Yeah, definitely. I, I, we will talk more about this definitely next week in mm. um, final episode. Yeah, in kind of really being aware of heading forward into twenty twenty two. But I do want to just say something that you've just said, and I will repeat this next week. It's really important is that I know we have this whole thing of January the 1st. And a lot of people also have this whole thing of September, you know, new term school starts. So some people actually have their calendars starting from September to September. Um, and, and I get it. It's like, it's great. You know, I've got a definition in my head and it's a bit like if somebody's starting a diet, it's a Monday morning and it's all this kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, I just want everybody to know that you can reset every second of the day. And if that's too hard because of momentum that's being built, you can absolutely press the reset button every morning because momentum slows down as you sleep. So I really do, because what I think a lot of people do as well is they put their life on hold, especially at this time of year. I'll put it on hold till the 1st of January because it's only around the corner. And then I'll really do what I really think I want to do and, and whatever. The, really, I'm not sure that the 1st of January is going to give you the impetus. It might do. Yeah. But as gyms know, give it two to three weeks and you'll stop doing what it is you're doing. And that's why we're going to talk about that next week. That was a hopeful message, wasn't it, Margie? No, no. But, but no I won't bother going no, to the gym then, no. no. no <laughs> I'm off the hook. No, Great news. No, but let's, <laughs> let, you know, let's be really clear. You know, it was the same when I used to help people lose weight. You know, it would... It would the motivation will take you so far. Our work in Living a Hell Yes is to give you inspiration that takes you the whole way, yeah. not just for the first five or six weeks. That's not what it's about. But what I am saying is you can reset 
every morning. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait. Know what you want and reset now. And that's something you can do as we're talking about Christmas coming up or, as you say, any other situational condition. Reset, you know, reset. Reset the way you think about it. Be aware of what we've just said. Authenticity, well-being, mm -hmm. expectation. Reset what it is you want to have during that time. Yeah, and I think it's just as well, like, doing what feels good. Yeah, you know? always. Doing what feels good. If it doesn't feel right, feel into it. And if it doesn't feel right, then change it. Even if it is a tradition, you know, you can always start new traditions. Um, and, you know, it's always a good time to do that. So I just think taking the pressure off of yourself um, at a time like this is the, the best thing you can do. So. But also, though, let's be honest, when you're changing a tradition and other people are involved, then that's putting huge pressure on yourself. So, you know, take it one step at a time. If there is a tradition you don't like or, you know, you're going to be seeing people that you don't like, but you feel there is no way that you can't not do that and you're feeling real pressure, mm. then then go. But then maybe promise yourself that you'll leave after a couple of hours or promise yourself that you'll do something nice for yourself after. Totally. So that you feel that you've done something that feels really good for you. What would be in a situation like that, for instance, ask yourself, what would be your living a hell? yes in that situation what would feel good to you after that it might even just be coming home and having a lovely bath with lovely bath salts or something like that but where you're really focusing on you and your well-being as an example right so mum on that note i won't be around for christmas <laughs> <laughs> i will um, be with bells on uh -huh. um, but do, do you know what i mean it, it's that kind of thing as well so don't put again it's that whole expectation pressure on yourself don't put pressure on yourself but just acknowledge what would help you feel good what would help you feel better and then maybe you could take one step towards that yeah and I think we've spoken about before that acknowledgement is is a really good first step mm -hmm. so even if you're just acknowledging this year is like your year of acknowledgement <laughs> yeah. where you acknowledge the things that feel good and the things that don't and you're kind of reflecting on them as they happen mm -hmm. but like oh I went to that work do but mm, it didn't feel quite right to me maybe I don't do that next year yeah or oh I saw that that person that I'd never seen before at this time of year that was lovely maybe I'll do that again next year mm -hmm. I think it's just acknowledging and reflecting yeah. while yeah. you're in the moment and and seriously no self-judgment no beating yourself up mm, for what totally. you've done or what you haven't done oh wow just don't do that um at all and I will tell you I know you know this story I'll just say like don't um, how can I put it don't don't do too much maybe that puts you under pressure or whatever um I actually became vegetarian on Christmas day actually as, at the age of 18 at the age of 18 as your mum wasn't very happy was she oh Nanny. no as um as my dad was carving the turkey and I said no 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 turkey for me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. That went down like a lead balloon. So, you did pick your moment there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that just that was... wasn't ideal. But no. I must admit, there was no way I could have eat, touched that turkey on that day for some reason. Obviously, I'd had enough at that point. But, um, yeah, so don't do what I do. I mean, maybe not turn vegetarian on Christmas Day. <laughs> that might not be the best thing to do. Boxing Day. Boxing Day is yeah, much better Boxing too. Day, yeah. Don't have the leftovers. I think the final thing I'd just say on this is something else that we've discussed before, but staying in the present. I think staying in the present and not allowing yourself so say for example Christmas is normally a really hard time for you not even worrying about Christmas day not even allowing yourself to think about it until it's here I think that helps as well Completely. I think sometimes we catastrophize and we make it a lot worse in our heads and actually the antis anticipation the expectation is the thing that we are struggling with most rather than the actual event yeah. so I think staying in the present is another thing that you can really do to help yourself during uh, this time absolutely because expectation comes from future focus 
Whereas if you're staying in the present, and I know one of the things my clients say more than anything is that's really difficult to stay in the present moment. Oh, yeah, I find it really And hard. I really get it. The majority mm. of people, when I say the majority, the vast majority will either be thinking past or they'll be thinking future. Um, if you think about genuinely, if you're conscious now of your thought process during your day, it's normally about what you've got to do or what you've done. And that do, that really, really doesn't help you because you, I'd love you to do something to practice staying in the present moment. Um, something Eckhart Tolle says, which I think is really useful, might work for you, might not, or for some people, is to stay in the present, focus on something physical, focus on what your hands feel like, focus maybe on what your feet feel like. You can actually feel the fingers or you can actually feel your toes or something like that Mm. um and that will keep you in the present because you're actually feeling something that's happening right there right then and it's physical interesting yeah it it just might be a tool and of course breathing deep breathing will keep you it's always good to breathe (laughs) Uh, she she holly won't be breathing for long if she carries on like this i'm so glad that's recorded <laughs> right, on that note, should yeah. we wrap up this episode there? Yeah. A massive thank you to anyone that's listened. As always, thank you so much for joining us each week. It means so much. We really hope that this was helpful. And we will see you next week for the final episode of 2021. Yay! We hope you have a wonderful week living. A hell, hell yes. yes. Bye bye.